again, it actually convicted me. I remember going through about halfway through going, Paul, this was a dumb idea oh. because you're going to pick out something lame. What were you thinking? You have totally thrown yourself under the bus here. What are you, a moron? I didn't have those thoughts exactly, but the same sentiment. Yes. Yeah. It was like, I have set myself up to disappoint my wife. What a great way to end a nice night <laughs> out to dinner with friends. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how to become a better student of your spouse. And I'm doing the intro because we forgot to record it and Shannon left town. How'd it go again? I like the sound effects your life makes. <laughs> That's funny. Well, it kind of went shump. Yep. But yep. however is better. On Saturday, we went out with some friends to our favorite place to eat, Fogo de Chao. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It, counselor friend, um, him and his wife um, took us out to dinner. We had a really, really nice meal. Ate so much food, it was like crazy. Meat. Lots and lots and lots of meat. It is the best meat yep. ever. We should have Fogo actually sponsor this podcast because we're going to talk about it a lot. <laughs> um, but if you want a really good meal, Fogo de Chao. Afterwards, we were driving home. And, and I, this is two days after Valentine's Day because Shannon was sick on Valentine's right. Day. She wasn't feeling good right. at all, so we didn't get to do much. And so, and and I said, well, sure. Let, I would love to do something. I I'm not too full from dinner yeah, to right. go do something. So we're driving down the road, and he says, um, well, we're gonna go to Goodwill, but not. And I was like, Goodwill, but not. I'm confused. I'm thinking, is there something else by the Goodwill that? Yeah. That we're going to go to. And then we pull into the and Goodwill parking lot. And then we pulled into lot. the Goodwill parking lot. And I was like, okay, well, this is really weird because... Which is a bad date. Anytime you take someone out on a date, don't go to Goodwill unless you're going to do what we're going to talk about here. Right. So then we get out of the car and, and he gets some money out of his wallet and he hands me $10 and, and he takes $10. And I'm thinking... Does Goodwill have a movie theater in it now or something? <laughs> That's how my wife thinks. There's a Goodwill theater now that we're going to go see. I had no idea what we were doing. Oh, bless you, my love. Oh, it was hysterical, oh, the gosh. things that were going through my mind, but I'm just trying to roll with it. We are walking up to the store and Paul hands me $10 and he has $10. And as we walk in, he says, okay, this trip, we have 30 minutes and you have to actually go find something for me that I would like. And I'm going to go find something for you that you would like. And I was like. And you can't spend more than 10 bucks. Right. And I was like, oh, challenge. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to win. And But I don't. How am I? What if I can't find anything that he likes? Do I even know what he likes? Yeah. I got this idea actually from one of my clients, and she said that uh, her and her husband go and do this every once in a while just for a cheap date. And it's like, hey, this is a good idea. We like Goodwill, so I'm going to give it a try. I didn't realize just how truly difficult of of an experience right. it was, because I love my wife. I love her a lot. I know. I know who you are and I, I thought I know what you like until I'm standing there with a $10 bill and so much crap in front of me. 
And I actually started to get super stressed out because am I going to find anything that you like? I can find you lots of stuff. Right, exactly. But is it going to be something that you like? Is it going to be something that speaks to you? And I realized I don't actually know you as well as I think I know you. I got a little nervous and a little worried. Right. And I was actually feeling kind of the same thing because I was like, well, I want to find something that jumps out and says, this is going to be Paul or he's going to love this or he's going to laugh at it. It's going to make him laugh. Something that would just jump out and speak to me. But all I could find were the things that I know that when we go to Goodwill and you need something. So like if you need a new sweatshirt and I was like, well, that would be dumb to go find him his favorite kind of coat. I looked in all of the electronics because I know that's where you go. It was truly challenging. I went all around that store doing the same thing. Okay, I know you usually like looking through the the plates here, looking for plates that match your set of dishes, or you're looking for certain kinds of, you know, antique glass and things like this. I know the things that you go through, but I was actually almost embarrassed. I, I, I can remember feeling a little embarrassed or even ashamed of, I don't, I'm not approaching this as confidently as I think I should. Right. I actually want to know you better than what I actually know of you now. And I've been married to you for 26 (laughs) stinking years. And how come I can't go into a store and already know, oh, my honey's gonna love this. Right. I know certain things about you, like you started collecting snowmen at Christmas time, but it has to be the right kind of snowmen. It can't, and again, I don't even know what is the right kind (laughs) and what's the wrong kind. I just know snowmen. Right. And so I'm, I, I've got a 50-50 chance of buying a snowman being a good one or a bad one. Right. But even in our daily life, I am actually a little ashamed to say that I haven't probably studied you thoroughly enough. I've been more, I pay more attention to things that make me happy. But when it comes to you, I actually wish I knew you better. I truly wish that I understood your heart better so that when I saw something, I would know, oh, my honey's going to love this. I know she's going to love this and I'm going to get this for her right now. Instead of it almost being like a test. I almost got like test anxiety. Well, I I think I was really just more worried about that whatever I picked out was going to be disappointing to you. That was exactly what I was afraid of as well. Like, I didn't want to disappoint you. Yeah, that's lame. I don't, I'll I'll never use that. Right. Which tells me I don't know you very well. If that's what I thought you liked and you were disappointed, I don't want you to be disappointed. That's a good way of putting it. This falls under the needs category in the, in the secure marriage framework. That's one of the major areas of how good of a student have you been of your spouse? How well do you know what they like, what they enjoy, uh, what they're preferences are what they don't like so that you can feel confident if you have to buy something for them or if you have to meet their need in some way or if you have to if if i have to think about you i know you well enough to to be confident and say i know she's going to love this and i'm not worried at all for me if i hadn't been so um excited about just doing something fun and interesting and like Oh, what am I going to find? How am I going to find something? I actually, when, when when we got into the store, I walked to the back of the store in the place where I wanted to start, and I got my camera out and I yeah. did a videotape yeah. and talked to the talked to my camera about what we were doing. So as I'd go along, I'd record things and make funny little jokes, and so that was part of the fun. But yeah. um, it really was interesting at just how much that I really didn't know what it was it wasn't i was i was kind of more on the mindset of 
I hope something jumps out at me mm-hmm. as opposed to as opposed to being able to just go, oh, I know what my husband likes, right. but I didn't have this real clear picture of this is what he would like. Let me see if I could find that. I It brought up to me, again, how much that we're in their survival brain. I want to look for things that meet my own needs. But when I had to go in and I couldn't meet my own needs, I actually had to meet your needs, how poorly I did of that <laughs> or how, how non-confident I was in doing that with right. you. And it, it, again, it actually convicted me. I remember going through about halfway through going, Paul, this was a dumb idea because you're going to pick out something lame. What were you thinking? You have totally thrown yourself under the bus here. What are you, a moron? I didn't have those thoughts exactly, but the same sentiment, yes. Yeah. It was like, I have set myself up to disappoint my wife. What a great way to end a nice night out to dinner with friends. At the end of the half hour, actually we ended up probably closer to an hour, I had a few things picked out and you had a few things picked out. Now, because we're cheap, we are totally cheap. We actually said before we buy them, we'll actually let each other look at them to see if we're close, if we like it or not, so that we don't have to, you know, waste the money or, you know, have to go exchange something at Goodwill, which is a pain in the butt anyway. So we, we gathered and I had picked out, I found a very pretty... Uh, necklace that I had in their jewelry case, just a real simple gold chain with a little kind of shape on the bottom of it. I thought it was pretty and it fit in the budget. Right. Um, And and it was really pretty, but but I don't wear a lot of jewelry. You wear one necklace. And I, this necklace that I'm wearing right now, which you can't see, it's an, and the necklace that Paul bought me when we were dating. Yeah. And I love this necklace and I don't really have a need to wear any other one. This one has so much sentimental value yeah. to me and so, so I she had, passed so <laughs> she didn't and that was it. really hard that was actually really hard for I me bet. to tell you yeah i didn't want you to feel bad that you had picked something up because it was something that was nice and perfect mm-hmm. and beautiful but and i started to say oh yeah this would be good and then i have stopped and i said no let me really be honest good i won't probably wear yeah. that and yeah. i don't and I don't want you to buy something that I'm not going to use. Well, that, that's actually helpful for me because I now know jewelry is not a, a safe go-to gift for you when I need to buy you something because you probably right. won't wear it anyway. So you picked out for me a sweatshirt. You actually ended well, up finding a nice ha- sweatshirt that you thought would look nice on me. Right. And But I, I, I really felt kind of lame about that one. That was wasn't that, a strong that one. was actually the backup to the other thing that I had for you. Which I knew wasn't very strong. <laughs> Listen to this. Oh my gosh. This is what she thought I was going to like. No, not like because you had any use for it or anything. I just thought it would be a funny, like, I know you like um, old stuff. I like old stuff. And that's that was kind of the, and so, you so there was out? an element of funniness. <laughs> so you picked out. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. This is going to be good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> do we have to tell? We have to tell. And you're gonna I'm gonna put the pictures on there as well. Oh, oh my goodness. Yep. <laughs> this was our first run at this game. This is the first time we tried it. We're not gonna make the same mistakes oh, twice. Oh my goodness gracious. <sighs> yep. <laughs> Let me start by saying that I did have a pair of binoculars, because he loves binoculars, I but I put them back. They were good ones too. But I put them back because he's got about four pairs of binoculars, and I Not thought <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'm so I don't even know. You what, gotta say so. Um, 
You know, like 1970s when Tupperware, well, maybe some of you don't even remember that, but Tupperware was really, really in. Yep. And you could buy round um, Tupperware, what were they used for sugar and yeah, flour? Yeah, sugar and flour. And yeah, it's just they, kind of like a, a kitchen container. Yeah, set. and they've got the wedgie lid on the top. And well, anyway, there was a set there. 80s, 70s, 70s yellow color, all three containers in it, pristine condition. Had and some I, sort of uh, pattern on the stamp on the side in gold that looks right? like 1972. It was <laughs> <Right>. beautiful. <laughs> and I thought that it would just be a funny, I didn't know what he could use them for. <laughs> so she just, got me Tupperware <laughs> kitchen containers nesting. They all, all three were there. It's a complete set. <laughs> I knew it was going to be a terrible idea, but it was just kind of funny. Yep. And so uh, I graciously said, thanks for thinking of that. That's a cool set. How much is it on eBay? That was the first question I asked. See if we could sell it. Oh, um, and then I said, thank you, but no, I don't think and, I'm going to need And those. actually, that really was part of it. I was thinking, well, because you like to sell stuff on eBay, yeah. so this might be yeah. a good opportunity. Nope. It wasn't. It wasn't so good. So... I actually looked for something else for her because I know she has this trip coming up in three days that she's going to be going on. And she's been looking for a nice um, travel bag um, that she can put her phone and stuff that's RFID. It protects all of her stuff. And so I went through all of the purses and the wallet section looking for an RFID bag um, that would work for her trip. And I thought that's going to be a winner. It's useful. It's practical. Right. She can use it in a couple of days. I couldn't find anything. And I was really bummed. I was really disappointed. So the jewelry, the necklace was kind of my plan B. It was my second thing that I tried out. And when she passed on the jewelry, I said, well, here's what I really wanted to get you as well. Um, and so we went back and Together we kind of dug through the right. the bag section and, and you found. I'm so t tickled, but we found exactly what I wanted. Ta-da! It's a it's a, a and okay it's a nice for, bag. Yes, I've been looking for um, a small, yep. real small purse. I have ordered probably three or four of them off of eBay. Amazon. Or, yeah, off of Amazon and sent them back because they didn't do what I wanted them to do and they just were yeah. Yeah. not. This is <clears throat> the perfect bag. And so I she love found it. exactly what she wanted. Yes. And I didn't find it for her. I really wish I did, but we found it together. Together, right. And so I'm counting it as a win. Yes, That's... and I counted it as a win too because you had actually thought about yeah. it. So, so you got your bag so, and yeah. it's a win for you and you're happy. Yes, and a win for you because it was your idea. And yes, so that's two wins for me. It's two to two to nothing right now. Awesome. You want to see what I got? Yeah, get, just tell oh. them what you got. Oh. When I was looking for her, I passed through the aisle. I said, oh my gosh, I hope she actually sees this because I actually want this. This would be perfect. It was in the price range and it's something that I would love. And when he took me to show me what it was, yep. that is the one place in the store that I didn't get to look yep. because there was two people standing in, in front of it. But I saw this really cool um, massage thing for your back. I got a foot massager. He got a foot massager. It spins and it heats up and it's ball bearings on the bottom of your feet. And we bought this on Saturday, and everyone's in the family has used it every night yes, since then. Yes, it's, it's fantastic. She's used it more than I have, probably. And, it's awesome. And it's perfect, because he loves to have his I feet rubbed. I love to have my feet And I don't rub his feet. And the minute I told great. you that that's what I wanted, you thought? 
Oh, yes, exactly. Yep, yep. So. So we both got what we wanted. Yes, I'm a little disappointed that I didn't actually see that. Didn't see it so, and find it. But I'm still but happy. But ha- if I had seen it, I would have picked that up because yeah. I know you like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So in the end, when all is said and done, that was the most fun <laughs> date we've had in a, a long, long time. time. It was a good time. So like almost every episode of this podcast, this podcast isn't about travel purses and foot massager. This is about how well do you know your spouse? How well have you become a student of your spouse? If you don't know how to do that, the good news is you can learn how to do that starting right now. It isn't too late. It isn't hopeless. You can actually start to learn how to do this. Whether that's you know a $20 date at Goodwill and you start practicing this, we're gonna go back and do this again actually because I I became again convicted of how well I, uh, how much I don't know my spouse, and I want to be able to walk into any store or any experience and know exactly what my wife needs in there. That's my responsibility. I've got to get good at that, even if she never does. If you want to learn how to do this, if this whole concept is even uh, new to you, you never heard of um, becoming a student of your spouse or understanding what their needs are or learning about their history, then we would encourage you to go to securemarriage.com and you can. Actually download and watch three videos right there which are actually gonna start talking about communication at first because if you aren't communicating what your needs are if you're not actually listening um, if you're ending up in conflict more than connection then you're never gonna be able to understand um, what the needs are of your spouse and so we want to um, provide a way that you can learn how to do that better and better every day it begins with those three free videos and then from there you will have two options you can either sign up for an online workshop that takes you through the six parts of the secure marriage framework. Those six parts help you improve your communication so you get off the conflict cycle onto the connection cycle. Or if you need a little bit more personalized help, you can actually sign up for an in-person workshop with Shannon and I. We only take 10 couples for each workshop so that you get to have individualized attention for your relationship. And you can actually bring in your specific issues, your, your specific problems, and we'll get to hear it and other couples will get to hear it. And we kind of work through those issues in person live over a Friday night and an all day Saturday kind of thing so that so that you can walk away with these tools that are guaranteed to help you fight less feel understood and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse that's what we want every couple to um, start to experience and again we're doing this podcast we've created this this content and we are still reminded of how much we even need to work on it so you're not alone in this we would love uh, uh, for a whole movement to come up of people who are really truly trying to learn and understand the needs of their spouse or understand how to communicate better or understand how to talk with empathy or to be open and all the other parts of the secure marriage framework. So if this sounds like something that's intriguing to you and you want to actually learn how to make your marriage better in very tangible, concrete ways, securemarriage.com is a place to start. Um, begins with those three free videos. Other than that, I think that's it. I think that's it. Thanks for listening and watching and we'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show this week. If you want to find out how you can build your own secure marriage, go to securemarriage.com. And if you have a chance, subscribe to our show on iTunes or however you get your podcast and leave us a review while you're there. You can also write us at podcast at securemarriage.com or follow us on Facebook. We're Paul and Shannon Elmore, and you've been listening to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse.